there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid back nature. He's a family man and being a country mega star while also having seven kids. You know, he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Always follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Busy hour coming up. Good to have you on board. It is Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. In 30 minutes, Jared Carabas is going to join us from DraftKings. We'll talk Major League Baseball with him at that point. And uh, after that, Michael Lombardi. Longtime NFL executive, VSIN host. A lot to get into with him, including the uh, Trey Lance whiff that was for the San Francisco 49ers. But it was good to have basically seven games back this weekend in college football games that you could bet on, uh, led by USC playing the night game on Saturday night. Unfortunately, again, on Pac 12 Network, many of us uh, missed it. It's unavailable in most spots, regardless. Their offense never missed a beat from last year. It's going to be like this the entire time throughout the season, as long as Caleb Williams is going to be healthy. And even then, I mean, Lincoln Riley drafts or you know brings in so many good quarterbacks to play underneath him that they're going to be fine. Defensively, still a question mark, and they have a lot to prove this season. Kind of need to see it to believe it. But again, looking at their schedule and what, what they allowed San Jose State to do, the fir- luckily for this team, Maybe the defense will have enough reps here. They can uh, get enough playing time. And when the schedule gets a lot more difficult towards the back end of the season, they'll be a lot better. Because the defense is looking at Nevada and Stanford and Arizona State and Colorado and Arizona in the first six weeks of the year. So they can get a lot better. They better get a lot better because after that, it's at Notre Dame, Utah. They get Washington at home, at Oregon. That's back-to-back, by the way. And yeah. then they, they're going to close with their uh, intra-city rival in UCLA. That's a gauntlet to a close. Certainly they're going to be entertaining again. Uh, and, and they're going to be appointment television. The comeback could be, you know, the Hawaii transfer Codero is a pretty good quarterback and can sling it. 
but it doesn't bode well, though, if you're comparing those type of athletes with the Spartans to what you're going to face with Utah, Washington, Oregon, UCLA, and Hartman and the quarterbacks you're going to face as well. So could be it's going to probably be a typical Lincoln-Riley team that they have to outscore people and Williams can't miss. Uh, but then when you watch that and just look at the schedule, you're thinking, okay, well, Pac-12 going to beat each other up again, and maybe they're going to have two losses, and whoever wins this conference, hopefully it's USC, has two losses. Actually, but, have you seen that prop? Have you seen a prop of will the Pac-12 get one playoff got, team in? Uh, no, I've no. Oh, I, I want to. Oh, I thought you were going to go. Will a team make the playoff with two losses? I'm sure that's out. No, there. No, I, I would like to bet the Pac-12 not getting a playoff team in. Okay, interesting. Uh, but the other thing is, I go back. I love always love the Lou Holtz line that you're going to see your biggest improvement and what kind of team you have from week one to week two, and you'll know more about your team in the second game. So that's for USC and the defense. And also, if we see adjustments and changes, and even like a, a Navy offense, I mean, you know, what the hell was that? You, you, you make all these promises and you can't deliver. We're going to do this. We're going to go up tempo. We're going to throw. And we're, so it, it was a disaster for Navy. It was, I want my money back type game if you went out there to Ireland and to score three points. I don't know why you're kicking the field goal, but you can, you can factor that one in too. So now it's on these coaches who get paid a ridiculous amount of money, by the way, uh, a lot of them, and assistance now about the adjustments they make and see what kind of team you have week two and moving forward. Okay, so again, very small sample size here, but I'll tell you how the game's going to get impacted this season. USC mm-hmm. might be an outlier because they have that uh, long-range, explosive play, strikeability where, I mean, you saw the you saw what Williams did on that 76-yard touchdown pass. Oh, yeah, but I running mean, behind a bad snap and, yeah. Terrible. How good's a kid from Gorman, though? I mean, again, it goes back to what we said. Is that the branch kid? Yes. Local kid here. Uh, Yeah, the branch kid. It goes back to all the top athletes on the West Coast go on offense. Right. Compared to the South where, oh, you're a stud, you're fast, you're going defense. I saw. Because it's like, how much much talent do you need on this? It just reload with USC offensively, and still you're looking around, and you brought in some transfers and what have you, but it still seems to be the the same type of deal on defense. Yeah, Zachariah Branch, the freshman, had a uh, long – Kickoff return for a touchdown. He caught a touchdown pass. He had four catches overall, <laughs> 232 all-purpose yards. I've seen one book post him to win the Heisman. It's here at Circa. All right. They put up 100 to 1. Okay. Good. Right? I mean, could he have like a Devontae Smith-type season from three years ago where I thought Mac Jones should have won the Heisman, but Smith was so good with what he did yeah. as a wide receiver. Could this guy be – people were already saying they have their next Reggie Bush now. All right. Special teams, huge, right? Sure. That could help because you think, well, Williams will win it then. They won't give it to him because sure. Williams will Might not want to give it to him a second time. Yeah. But again, that that the defense so far, uh, one game in, they can get better, but will they remains to be seen. The offense could have a lot of drives where it's, you know, Three plays, 81 yards, touchdown, and within a minute and eight seconds. But the week one possessions per team per game, in 2021, it was 12.3 possessions per game on average. In 2022, it went up. It was 12.6. So far again, only seven games in. That dipped all the way down to 10.9. So that has to do with the new rule changes, the continuous clock, the first down. Um... I can't believe how many people didn't like it. Oh, I don't like it. What? I don't like it. You want uh, the clock to stop? Yeah, reducing the game by three oh. total offensive. I want the offense to have the ball more. Oh. I, I want more possessions. I don't want fewer. Again, it's down nearly three possessions per game already. 
again, only maybe, but that's it's going to have an impact somehow on some of these teams, maybe in some of these leagues. Why you like it? Well, you don't. No one wants four-hour games. Well, no, but I think that but we that were. Was... We, we, they we used to get four, four and a half-hour games all the time, like fifteen years ago. But I think they actually cut that down over the years, where it wasn't nearly as bad. I just I want to see more offense with these teams, so I'm okay with it. I don't like what we saw on, uh, on Saturday. Well, I think we got plenty of offense, and and everyone goes up tempo now too. You you did have Saturday. You did have some pathetic offenses out there and shoddy quarterback. Well, play. none was worse than Navy. But that, yeah, right. None. But well, and, well, didn't Florida International throw for four yards? But there, there Overall, was all. Yeah, <laughs> there was another one too. So yeah, what do you want to uh, do here again? This was uh, brought up. Adam Burke wrote a story. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And if you want to become a Vsim Pro subscriber, please do. No, this v- is very good. This yeah. is very good. Adam got into it, and also Brad Powers about misleading box scores, and sure. Kenny White used to do it with us as well. So, vcin.com slash subscribe. You can read uh, Adam's story today. He does all of his power ratings every single week. Uh, he looks at differences in the number, obviously, that he makes, and also where the market is showing. He had uh, Lot Tech minus 16.5. So, he bet them minus 10. It closed as high as minus 13. But again, when you look at the box score, what do you do with this game? Because La Tech outgained FIU 450 to 182. They had 81 plays compared to 44. FIU had, again, Paul, you're, you're right, four total passing yards, eight first downs. La Tech had 27 first downs. And Florida International ripped off a 67-yard touchdown run in the first quarter. That accounted for 37% of their total yards. And 2.67 yards per play Aside from that run, on the flip side, for La Tech, they had 5.56 yards per play, which would have ranked 75th in the nation last year. They had two turnovers and uh, missed uh, two field goals. They also had an 11-play, 34-yard drive. It took 6.30 off the clock and ended a punt. So if you looked at the box score, you're going to think this game was an absolute bloodbath and a total blowout, and it wasn't. La Tech never covered. They only won by five points. And his outcome, basically, that he wrote at vcin.com is that he is confident in having FIU power rated as the worst team in the country. And other adjustments he made after week zero games, he bumped UMass up plus two and a half points, Hawaii plus two points. He moved La Tech down three, Vandy down one, and New Mexico State down a point. He also, if Rourke is out. That's it? What, New Mexico, New Mexico State? Yeah. yeah. Well, they had uh, a huge advantage in that game, did they not, in yards? I thought overall. They, they give up that many points, though, to UMass. I think they couldn't had, do like, anything, yeah. Um, but the, and he said uh, Rourke's were seven points to the number for Ohio. Sure, probably. All right. UTEP lost to Jacksonville State, 17-14. Total yards, 364 to 275 for UTEP. UTEP had three turnovers, though. Mm-hmm. They were minus three in the turnover battle. So, that's another one, too. Well, that'll kill you every time. Mm-hmm. So now we go from that slate to the games now coming up this weekend. You see Utah now is back to uh, seven, six Shen- and a half at some spots. Could be shenanigans. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. We're rising mm. just because they put them on a depth chart there. I mean, that, that, I wouldn't be surprised if it's like, eh, we were screwing around. We wanted to mess with Florida. He's not starting. Oh, this this landing spot has middle job written oh all over it God, now. Oh, my God, if this falls six or seven. Oh, my God. I mean, they Horrible. were... 
Horrible. Yeah, Utah was what eight and a half yeah. for a long time, and then maybe even four, nine, four, four and a half down to four, down four all and a half. Whoop, four, yeah. whoop he's, he's on the depth chart now. Is number one. Whoop, now back up to seven. I mean, there's basically no other spot for that number to land. Yeah. Then it, yes. you know, you it's it has it's it's yep. written all over this game. Couple of odds or observations. Why wasn't there an early game Saturday? Why were they all going on at the same time at the at night? And then you could do a better job with the schedule Thursday, Friday. There's nothing other yeah. than Florida and Utah. I mean, Minnesota, Nebraska is not bad, but you could have done a better job with Thursday, Friday. Because Sunday's great. Triple header on Sunday. Sure. And the LSU uh, Florida State game, Labor Day weekend, great job. Mm-hmm. But they could have done a better job with Thursday, Friday. Yeah, I'm not going to disagree with that. But it's great to have seven games on week zero. I mean, usually we only get one or two. I mean, one yeah. year they had, I think it was Miami against Florida when we started the season, which was sloppy, but but still. I mean, that was two powerhouses going at it. That was... That was great. But well, I, I, I'm I like, excited. I like what they did. I'm excited for the Florida-Utah game like everybody else. But also, like, can can UConn actually give NC State a game? UConn is catching 15 in that game. Sure. And they was... More than a great job. He was a phenomenal story last year. Sure. And so if that could roll over in, into this season somehow, where they're going to be that plucky underdog... Yeah, yeah. ...who can give teams fits. Yeah. But you know what I'm saying. The only game... All right, it's back. It's here. The pop and circumstance. Ireland, whoop, it's 21 nothing early. And Notre Dame can do whatever they want. Oh, no, that, so, that, that stunk. Was, yeah. That absolutely stunk. Paulie will recap the weekend's betting action in Win Some, Lose Some coming up next year and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation and a whole lot more? You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. the Mariners. They've made up 11 games in the standings 
in about a month. The last time they were in first place this late in the season, 2003. With the win yesterday, it's now a 36-14 and 14 run. My God. So, this is crazy. Well, the, the thing that I really appreciate about this is not all teams can take advantage of uh, softer schedules. This True. team did just that. Yep. So they knew what they had to do. Remember, this team was a seller at the deadline to some extent. They traded their closer. They, they didn't go nuts. Yeah. yeah, they got rid of their closer at the time. And since then, including that time period, they just they, they knew it, took advantage of it, and now they're going off like a rocket, man. And kept Hernandez. He hit two home runs Saturday. That paid 30-1. to one. And the Grand Slam prop cashes again. Now, how about this? What if you put a prop up before the season that the Nationals would win more games than the Mets and Padres? A lot of people thought the Padres were the best team in the National League. What would that have paid? They're 11-4 and in their last 15 games. They have a better record than the Mets. They have the same record as the Padres. They are number two in ROI, only behind the Orioles, whose win total was in the high 70s, and they're 30 games over 500, to put that in perspective. Right. And they're right behind them, only two units down. Okay, so this team, Paulie, I don't know what the head-to-head matchup would have been, but top of my head, I'm going to say that you would have been catching almost 30 games in a straight-up who's going to win more games this year, Mets versus Nationals or Padres versus Nationals, because their win total is 59. That's right. That's insane. I can't believe it, how well they're playing and how bad the other two teams have performed. Overs went 11-4 and four Saturday. Favorites went 12-3. and three. A lot of bookmakers said uh, college football went well, but everything they won, they got destroyed in baseball. There you go with the favorites. Premier League, West Ham 5-1. Barry Brighton, Fulham, Arsenal, draw 5-1. to one. Wrexham, draw plus 250. The Dream's dead. Gillingham lost. Colchester United, terrible club, plus 330. Gillingham got buried at home. Packers and under. One and a half up to three, and 40 and a half down to 37 and a half. That cashes. Browns, Chiefs over. Gee, 38 and a half up to 41 and a half. Chernoff loved it, but didn't want to give it out Friday because it moved so much. I think it was over in the second quarter. Arizona plus two went off the favorite. Beat the Vikings by one. The Bills plus one went off a four-point favorite and beat the Bears by three. Tampa plus two went off the favorite, beat the Ravens. USC San Jose stayed over, 63 up to 66. UMass Moneyline plus 225. UMass from 10 down to seven. They win and score 40 points. UFC Nakamura by decision, four to one. Keenan by decision, six to one. Holloway, round three finish, seven to one. Anthony Smith by decision, six to one. And the best bet going in all of sports has to be Messi anytime goal. It's every game since one now since he's come over with Miami. Yeah. This is crazy. Okay. And he gets there again. Now you, you want to know what else is crazy? That squad was two hundred to one to win the MLS before getting him in June. At least at one book, they're now as low as five to one, second shortest shot on the board. Yeah, but these games have been—they haven't been regular season games, though. That's no. the other thing. But they haven't gone up in the standings, though, as a result. So, yeah, you want to talk about liability? Please subscribe, be part of the team, vsin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. What a mix we have today, Barry. The guy who's living right continues to hit big royal flushes and get dealt royals and aces. Look at this now. You want to talk about living right. 
he's playing 25 cent ultimate X 10 play, he gets dealt queen 10 uh, jack of, of clubs. He fans on the button and whips and doesn't hold the jack. He it, got one anyway. It comes jack, king, ace. He gets the royal for $3,000. How does that happen? Come on. He doesn't hold the correct play and whips on the button, and it still works out for him that he walks into a royal for $3,000. Amazing, Barry. Congratulations. Let's go to Colorado. A deer walked into a store. The shop owner gave her some cookies. She goes, wow, that's pretty cool. Comes back and brought friends. <laughs> About the whole gang, right? Look at this. Hey, can they get some too? Right here, you're giving out free food. <laughs> Look at it. They come back with three or four of them. Come right up. Knock, knock. That is awesome. Walks We're... right up to the counter to give them some cookies. And then she comes back and is like, hey, I hear you're giving out free food. Huh? Does it go for these? Uh, I got some friends here too. We're hungry. Bambi told all of her buddies. That is awesome. Lusa. Washington, Cincinnati under. 37 down to 34 and a half. No good. The Browns from two and a half up to five. They lose outright to Kansas City. Jets under, 40 down to 37 and a half against the Giants. Ohio, four and a half down to two and a half. Should have won the game, would have won the game. But Rourke, the quarterback, got hurt. Well, I will say nice yeah. job by our buddy Paul Stone sniffing that one that out. Was easy under, yes. Yeah, the under was uh, no problem. Well, it got dicey late because yeah. Ohio almost scored, scored uh, a touchdown yeah. to tie the game up or who knows what they're going to do at the very end of that game. But again, this San Diego State team, it's the same thing every single year. It is. Uh, yes, it is. Uh, congrats to... Uh, Rich Rod and Jacksonville State, their first game in FBS. UTEP plus three and a half, went off the favorite. Big steam, no good, they lost. Louisiana Tech, seven and a half, up to 12. And this is it. Remember, Bet365 does this? In soccer, if a team goes up two goals, they immediately pay out the winner. It's a win. Nottingham yeah, Forest right. Nottingham Forest led Man U 2-0, seven minutes into the game. They lost. But if you bet on that with bet 365, you, you're they tell, like same thing in football. If someone goes up 14 points, it's automatically graded a winner. Mm -hmm. But they lost. Lose some. We lost the legend over the weekend. Bob Barker passed away at 99. I retweeted as well with that great video where the gal's trying to win the car. And it goes on for three minutes about she can't figure out the game. And he was a saint. The patience that he had. But he was also unbelievable and happy. How many people know him from Happy Gilmore? Of course. The fight scene. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, that's so too bad. You, you yeah, he's were, got a top, definitely top five game show host of all time. Oh, we did this before. No you, doubt. You missed the show earlier this summer. Mike Palm sat in. It's right in his wheelhouse. We did top five game show hosts of all time. I had him number two overall. Okay. Couldn't make the case for number one. Yeah. I had Richard Dawson number one because yeah. he, you can't get away with what you, you can, got no, you away can't. with anymore. No. He demanded a kiss every oh time. God. You got to plant one. Oh, there, on, was yeah. some, there was some uh, mild petting going on, too. <laughs> Couldn't do it. Uh, palm read. What about the palm readers were in town? Guys in the cornfield was in town? Look at this, though. They took it, put this guy on front street. So palm readers, was uh, they were here at Circa. And you had UFC, soccer, and basketball all going on at like four in the morning. Well, these guys are camping out the guy. Yeah, sure. You make yourself at home. The guy's got the feet up. The shoes are off. He's reclining. <laughs> Falls asleep in the front row. My God. Bunch of animals. Ridiculous. And this is bad. Bobby Redwing on Twitter. And I know Robert sent this in. I retweeted it. Uh, what happens if the guy was doing this next to you before takeoff? What would you do? He's barefoot. He's clipping his toenails. Open the door. Out you go. That's it. Or you, you tase him or put him in a rear naked choke. 
What we are living in a society. How can you do that? As bad as it's as so egregious if you're barefoot, period. The guy's clipping his toenails next uh, time. It's again, it's straight to jail as soon as you land. Oh. Sorry, pal. This is what this is what happens to creeps like you. <laughs> you can't make it up. We're living in a society. Some people are alive because it's illegal to kill them. Right. This is 20 times worse than the people in the sports sure book taking their sh- shoes off. Sure it is. Yeah. One bad beat. Friday was brutal. Was Valdez going to do it again? He had a no-no through seven. They took him out because he had 114 pitches. Bottom of the ninth. Two outs. Nobody on. Two strikes. Two strikes. Base hit Cabrera. Another hit. Another hit. Then a what? You lose the game. You couldn't and, and you couldn't even cover the reverse run line if you played that. But uh, anyways... 4-1 Detroit. 1-0 Astros, bottom of the ninth. Two outs, two strikes. The Tigers don't even have a hit. They win the game. With the NFL season right around the corner, nonstop football action in sight. Get on the action with DraftKings. Unbelievable contest they're running at anything you want. $100 entry, $1,000, $5,000. New customers can bet $5 and score $200 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app before kickoff. Use the code FOLLOW to get $200 in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings. Code FOLLOW. Yeah, nothing like uh, airport or airplane hijinks. When we landed on uh, Saturday here in Las Vegas, as soon as we did, Paulie, three people from the back had oh, their, put their backpacks on, and they got out of their seats and got rushed up. To cut people in line, like to get up four or five rows in advance. Oh my and, and god! And like we're at one point, so it's it's finally getting to be our turn to leave, right? Good for my wife, Lorraine, who was sitting middle seat. I was window. She actually called people out because everybody's exiting. It's our turn. Like we're and they're going ahead. And, of you. and, and some they're coming are, from the back. They're, they're they're still trying to cut, and she just stops and goes, "I'm literally next." And then they stopped. Yeah, yeah. I was like. Oh, I'm so proud right now. You have no idea. As soon as the plane lands, they're in the back and they're, they're hey, jumping up. Got to get up there. Four rows. Oh, my God. Just, that's when you want to put them in the rear yeah. naked choke. We will hit Major League Baseball. Jared Carabas uh, joins us coming up next. DraftKings. How big is the Bautista injury to him? Our updated NFL betting guide will be released Thursday. Picks from every on-air host, football contest strategies, preseason analysis. If you want the best and most comprehensive collection of picks, predictions, and previews, now's the time to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for as low as $19 or save 50% off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. Sign up today, VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Get up there. Major League Baseball here as Jared Carabas joins the program with DraftKings and also the Baseball is Dead podcast. His appearance is brought to you by DirecTV, home to the most local Major League Baseball games. Jared, good to talk to you again. Thanks for the time today. Um, this Orioles story has been so good uh, for the entire year. Hell, even going back to last year was a great story. But then uh, they're up against it now a little bit. Some major adversity here, in my opinion. How big do you think the Felix Bautista injury is as the closer for that team? It's it's huge because when we talk about the teams in the American League and their chances on making a run in the postseason, uh, first of all, for all the celebrating that we've done of the Baltimore Orioles, the Rays are not dead. They're two games back yeah. right now, and they're playing good baseball right now. 
so losing a guy like Bautista, they still have Cano back there, so they're not completely screwed. But at the end of the day, uh, their lineup and their bullpen has carried them to this point. Their rotation is nothing to write home about. So if you're talking about outlasting the Tampa Bay Rays to win the division or going on a run in the postseason, it's it's one of the outside of maybe Adley Rushman and Gunnar Henderson, guys like that. One of the biggest injuries that they couldn't afford to have. Yeah, well said. I, I also staying with that theme with free agency around the corner. How much do you money do you think this uh, could cost Otani and maybe uh, take out a bidding war for him with, with his injury? A hundred million, two hundred. I, I I mean, if, Probably, if the number, yeah. it, dep- it depends on what you forecasted him to make. If you were in the camp of it's going to start with a six, well, now it might start with a three or a four, like low fours, high threes, something like that, which is still a lot of money. Like, don't get me wrong. Shohei Otani is going to be fine. His grandkids, grandkids are going to be fine. But at the end of the day, uh, you look at this injury and you say to yourself, well, he's not going to pitch next year. Uh, When he comes back, do we have the conversation of should he transition to maybe a reliever type role? Uh, if he's going to be a starter, is he going to be uh, every sixth day? Like, what what are we going to do to manage this so that it doesn't happen again? Because knock on wood, God forbid, he needs a Tommy John surgery. That's his second. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, there, there's been guys that have had multiple in their careers. It is not an easy thing to come back from once, never mind twice. And it, it's such unfortunate timing because when he joins a new team, let's just say it is a new team, because now my other theory is that this injury increases the odds of him coming back to the Angels. Like, I feel like it's like, all right, uh, you're going to pay me to rehab here? Fine, I'll take a short-term deal to rehab here, and I'll figure it out. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, I think that this is something that's going to cost him maybe $200 million. I don't yeah. disagree. Crazy. Any chance, are, would you buy into the idea of Shohei coming back as a closer? Um, I don't know if that's... <sighs> I don't know if I would slap that role on him right away because it's high leverage, right? Like I I know back to back. If you're going to be paying a guy big money to be a closer, I need to see back to back days out of you. I need to see three out of four out of you, especially if you're going to go to a contender and what other team would spend that kind of money on a Shohei Otani uh, other than a team that's looking to win and looking to win right now. So yeah, I don't know. I feel like that, that wouldn't also fit what, what they what would be the, put him in the best position to succeed. Mm. Jared, uh, so many of these races are just outstanding, including the, well, the American League wild card and the American League West. We kind of saw a run coming from Seattle because the schedule was so easy. It was set up for them to actually, I didn't think they were going to manage it like this because they've been like the talk of baseball now for two weeks, but we did not see this collapse coming from the Rangers. How shocked are you by what's going on with this team? Very. Yeah. I mean, I, I had them go in the distance once probably around like mid-May, I, I kind of bought into the Texas Rangers and what they had going on. I still don't think that they're dead. I think it's just, you know, my stance on the ALS right now is I think we all expected to Seattle to get hot at some point. They were wildly underperforming in the first half of this season and into the second half. Uh, Texas was a team that we thought they were going to be good this year. Maybe not this good. Um, so maybe this is them coming back down to earth a little bit. But the team that no one's talking about for whatever reason is the Houston Astros. The, the the Mariners had to get hot to get into first place. The Rangers were hot all year and then they had to collapse to be one game out. Mm-hmm. Houston has just hovered around the entire time. They never had this period where they got red hot and jumped up. 
They never had this collapse where they fell off. They've just been, they've been hovering around the entire time. They've had their injuries with Jordan Alvarez, Jose Altuve. They, they've lost some big names this year. They didn't have Justin Verlander until a few weeks ago. So now adding him, and once you start to get more healthy, I still think that Houston's going to be the team that come September is going to jump out in first place and win this division. Can you believe this season as you're getting ready for your podcast today and the topics you're putting together? What this is going to, I mean, Alonzo could be traded. The Diamondbacks are hot. The Rangers can't win a game. The Yankees are a disgrace. I mean, there's so many storylines. Yeah, I I went down. We had people complaining that we don't talk about the Brewers enough. And I laid out all the topics that we were going to talk about today. There are 10 different things that we could talk about before we start talking about the Milwaukee Brewers. And I love the Brewers, but there's just a lot happening right now, especially when you have a whole weekend's worth of news that you have to catch up on on a Monday. Yeah, no there's kidding. another one. They have that, that big series against the Cubs, and they've won eight in a row as well, too. So what you I know you're loving this. You're a Red Sox guy, and you're still in the race. But this, they, 8 and 2 in their last 10 series, the Yankees, they've held a, been held to four hits or fewer 23 times, and it looks like the streak's going to come to an end, 30 consecutive winning seasons. And I can't think it's I don't think it's going to get any better with Cashman next year. It's truly unfortunate to see all that. Yeah, that's uh, it's really breaking me (laughs) up inside. It's been hard to watch. I think what's crazy about this year, being a Red Sox fan and uh, going against the Yankees this year, as I've done in many years past, is that now Yankee fans are like, you know what? This Jared guy's not so bad because they hate the Yankees more than Red Sox fans do. So all the. All the Yankees jokes that I've been making this year, Yankees fans are like, I see it now. I, it's funny. It's funny because now I hate them too and I want to make these jokes and now I see what all the fuss is about. So I, the, what I feel the worst for Yankee fans is they can go through a bad season. It is what it is. Like They, they haven't had a losing season. Some of these fans that are on Twitter probably have never seen a losing season in True. their lives. Yeah. Maybe miss the playoffs, sure, but a losing season, mm-hmm. it's a it's a rarity. I think what what is really unfortunate for these fans is I don't know where the light at the end of the tunnel is for this organization. It's not like a a, a, a one off season type fix. Uh, if they sign one, they're not signing Shohei Otani. And back then, that was something that would boost boost your odds uh, exponentially. Now, I mean, he's not going to pitch for you, so he's just going to be a DH. Right. The Yankees have plenty of DHs on on a uh, on bad <laughs> contracts, so. I don't know what their offseason plan is, but it would not shock me at all if next year Boone is back and Cashman's back. Yeah. Oh my that's, God. Well, you again, that's that's like the biggest selling point to you then. Yeah. I mean, if Cashman has like yeah. this lifetime contract, nothing could be sweeter yeah. than that. Oh yeah, no. I mean, it, keep keep pushing those buttons. It's really working out. <laughs> I'll give you another one, by the way. Don't look now at DraftKings. Mookie Betts is favored to win the National League MVP. He was eleven to one at one book last week. Yeah, I, I saw that. That That's also on the list of topics is that Mookie Betts has leapfrogged Ronald Acuna Jr. for the National League MVP favorite, and he deserves it. He's I mean, I feel like, you know, Ronnie is having a special season. If he goes 30, 60, that's going to be very special. But what Mookie Betts is doing, I mean, he's playing right field. He's playing second pace. They even put him at shortstop. Uh, he's the hottest hitter in baseball mm-hmm. this month. But everyone wants to keep saying, oh, he's having a hot month. He's having a hot month because he's sitting over 500 this month. You go back to like mid-May. And he's one of the hottest hitters in baseball. Yeah. And you put him in the lineup with Freddie Freeman. That's that's honestly, I think Freddie Freeman, if, if Mookie Betts goes on to win uh, the MVP, Freddie Freeman deserves uh, a Rolex or whatever Mookie's <laughs> going to throw his way. Because we just saw it at Fenway. The, the Mookie Betts-Freddie Freeman 1-2 combo is so deadly 
because if you look at Freddie Freeman's numbers against lefties, he's like the second or third best hitter in baseball against lefties. You can't, you can't pitch around Mookie because mm-hmm. then you got Freddie. So those two dudes, it, the, the Dodgers are being slept on. I feel like a lot of people, and rightfully so, they love the Atlanta Braves. It's, it's, a, it's a relentless lineup, but don't sleep on those Dodgers and, and Mookie Betts having maybe the second best year of his entire career this yep. year. Yep. There you go. Jared Carabas, uh, the podcast is called Baseball is Dead, brought to you by DirecTV. Thanks so much for the time today, man. We love talking to you. Thank you, guys. Let's do it again soon. Yep. Great job. DirecTV, home to the most local Major League Baseball games. How about those storylines? Brewers, eight in a row. Mariners have made up 11 games in five weeks, 36 and 14 run. Texas can't win a game. Arizona's hot all of a sudden. Alonzo mm-hmm. could be dealt. Nationals, better record than the Mets, same record as the Padres. Betts now the favorite to win the MVP. Who's going to get the NL Cy Young? Batista gets hurt. Otani's hurt. What? Bob Melvin says, uh, no, but yeah. we absolutely stink. Season's a lost uh, cause, basically. Yankees atrocious. I mean, it's, yeah. It's nuts. Hey, we do have a Malinsky special today. Okay. Uh, Royals at home to the Pirates. Royals are back after, I believe, a nine-game road trip, including some games out west. It went one and one Friday. But then again, you were back in the Royals. So the yep. Seattle was a Malinsky special, but they won. But then again, look at the competition. We'll hit the uh, Trey Lance trade with Michael Lombardi next here on VEASAN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating? Or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money. Spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Get a daily email recapping all the best bets from every host and guest. Unlimited access to the VEASAN.com slash picks page. Sort by sport, matchup, date, and more. Click the leaderboard to view betting records, ROI, who has the hot hand, pro picks, betting splits, dog videos, 24-7 video access. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today. Sign up today for only $19 for your first month. VEASAN.com 
slash subscribe. Closing strong today as uh, Michael Lombardi joins the program. His podcast is called The GM Shuffle. And his uh, show, The Lombardi Line, is uh, on this network every single day, Monday through Friday, by the way. It's uh, noon Eastern and 9 Pacific. Michael, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How are you? I'm doing great. Good morning, guys. You bet. You bet. I was watching the uh, Niners game on Friday night, and uh, John Lynch came into the booth. He was asked one question about Trey Lance, and then they moved on. Uh, I remember what it was like before the draft, and you told us several times that Kyle Shanahan never wanted Lance. He wanted Mac Jones or maybe even somebody else, but he was talked into Trey Lance. you think that they would like that pick back? I think they would. You know, I think sometimes, and I, I said this on the then and I'll say it again, you know, sometimes you have too many people involved in big decisions. You know, yeah. they've never dedicated a monument to a committee. And when you have committee meetings and personnel, you make mistakes. I go back to the time when Bill Walsh, we were at 7-Eleven Nevada Street. And it was an old building. You know, it was two stories. It, you barely could fit people in it. It's almost comical. We won two Super Bowls there. And he called, he told me to ground everybody up and let's go into this small office. He had a question to ask the coaches. So I told all the coaches, hey, come on up. Coach wants to meet with us. So we go in the room and he said, look, I have a chance to trade for Steve Young. It's going to cost us, I think, a fourth round pick and Eddie's going to spend money to get him. Uh, who's in favor of it? Now, Mike Holmgren's on the staff and he was at BYU when Young was there. And there are a lot of great coaches on that staff. George Seifert, Ray Rhodes, Bob McKittrick, Fred Von Oppen, Lynn Stiles. I mean, there was a lot of good coaches on that staff, and nobody raised our hand. Bill walks out of the room. He looks at me and says, go get picks. Go stick up Steve Young at the airport. These guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> and I did. And I did. And it wasn't a knock on those guys because they were just in love. They loved Joe. They didn't want to create a controversy mm. with Joe. Which did ultimately happen. Two uh -huh. years later, Joe and Steve were rotating at the quarterback position. And finally, Ronnie Lott went to Bill and said, look, we got to have one starter. We can't keep doing this. And he picked Joe, which was naturally the right choice. But to me, Kyle got talked into it. And I try to tell Kyle that. I, I repeated that story to him. You know, now Kyle's never confirmed that. You know, that's that's what I've heard reliably. Remember, there was only two people that were saying this tale. It was me and Christopher Sims. Mm -hmm. And we got lambasted by people at our own network and by uh, by the media of the Twitter experts. You know, those Twitter experts, yep. they're, they're geniuses. Yeah. Well, how about the fact you can also talk about that you never saw that he was a top five pick or player? And going back, yeah. why didn't Minnesota want him? You used the Trubisky example on a, on, a, on your podcast as well about, hey, the Ohio State right. didn't want him. About, about, you know, he had to go somewhere else to play quarterback. Yeah, we have this notion that there's these secrets out there, right? You know, and, and there are no secrets. You know, colleges are watching the players. I mean, the University of Minnesota is not going to not go watch Trey Lance play high school football. He's big, he's fast, he's athletic. They felt that he just wasn't right for what they wanted to do, and the kid wanted to play quarterback. I think sometimes, I saw this with Jake Locker. Remember Jake Locker, the mm -hmm. quarterback from Washington? Sometimes you keep playing quarterback because you're the best athlete, but you're not the best quarterback. Mm -hmm. But because you're the best athlete, you keep playing the position. I think that happened to Locker. That's why he had such a short career with Tennessee. I went and worked him out at the University of Washington, and I just left there saying, you know, this is a kid that kept playing shortstop and probably should have moved to second base, but he was the best shortstop on the team. And he uh -huh. kept playing quarterback. And I think that was Lance, too. You know, had he gone to another school, mm -hmm. he might have moved positions. But I, I think when – look, everybody says, Femi, we have this conversation all the time. Well, we haven't seen enough of them. 
this is a multi-billion dollar industry. They take practice. They've seen a lot of them. They wouldn't be making this decision if they didn't see what they saw, right? Like, this isn't just we got to make Femi and all the Lance lovers happy out there. We got to, they know what they're doing. They saw it. You think this, this was hard for them. You could see the pain, Mitch, in John Lynch's oh, yeah. face to have to make this decision. Was he fourth string? Was he behind Brandon Allen? You know, I got the sense of that when Wednesday happened. I think okay. that that was the sense that I got. I think they wouldn't go with Brendan Allen. Look, I, I, they tried to make it work. It, it didn't. I, I applaud them for cutting their losses. Most teams would have kept trying to hide this under the disguise. Well, we haven't seen them. You know, we haven't seen them. Well, there's a reason you haven't seen them. Look, let's go back to the Houston preseason game last year. When they, when they started him, and remember, they were going to build the offense around him. They were going to change the offense. That never manifested itself. And on the plane ride home, they took Jimmy from field 17 and moved him to field one and said, we can't, we're, not going to, we're going to start practicing you now. Why did they do that? What was the reason for that? It wasn't because Lance was hurt. It was because they knew Lance wasn't going to be able to do the job. Mm-hmm. So then why Dallas? Is it for him to be able to come into practice and act like Jalen Hurts, who they get twice uh, this season, Daniel Jones, other quarterbacks like that? I think that makes sense, right? But I think here's here's what often happens when, when trades occur. Teams go back to where they had the player ranked in their grading system. And the Cowboys had a second round grade on Lance. And they liked him. They had a a fairly high second-round grade, which means he's a potential starter. And I feel like Jerry probably said, you know what? The game's shifting. Maybe we need to take a look at this. Maybe we can straighten him out. Maybe we can give him some time. Now, they've already paid the roster bonus. So really, Jerry's got $6 million he's going to invest in this for two years. He's paying minimum salary this year. He's owed $5 million next year in guaranteed money. So for $6 million for to take a peek at maybe somebody that he feels like they can prove himself correct with the right offense. We'll see. But here's what I do know. Kyle Shanahan knows a lot about quarterbacks. If he can't get them to play, I'm not sure Mike McCarthy can. Amen, brother. Well, well said. What are you hearing on Taylor with the deadline tomorrow? You know, I, it's funny. I read Twitter and there's a lot of action. I talk to people in the league. There's no action. You know, somebody's lying here. You know, I, I, I've had a lot of conversations with people in the league. Would they love Taylor? Yeah, but let's put things in perspective. Taylor didn't play well last year. Taylor turned the ball over. Taylor is not a great blitz protector either, right? So you're not getting a guy that you could say, okay, he's going to catch 70 balls here because he's really good in blitz protection. He's not. He struggled, and he turned the ball over. He did not have a good year last year. And here's what I do know about being in the league for 35 years. Nobody wants to, nobody wants to pay for your problem. Nobody wants to pay for your jerk. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're looking at this saying, oh, I don't want to deal with that. I don't want to deal. I'm not paying for that. I'm not paying for that. You know, yeah, would we like to have him on the team? Sure. But I don't want to give you any assets for him. And I think the agent, I think Chris Ballard was smart. He let the agent go out there and look. And you know what happened? The agent... <laughs> There's no market. I don't think there's a market. I really don't believe there's a market there. I could be surprised, you know, never say never in the NFL. But as of now, from what I'm told, there is no market. So then Jonathan Taylor is with which team week one? I think he's on PUP for the Colts. I think he's on PUP for the Colts. I think he'll be out six weeks. I think the Colts are, you know, I think there's this mon- there's this pressuring that, oh, you got to do something with him. You got No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't have to do a thing with him. Just let him, let him, if he's not healthy, put him on PUP. Tell him here's the treatment times. Tell him to come in and we'll evaluate you in six weeks when we can activate you. Mm. 
That lines up to four and a half week one, too, by the way, with Jacksonville. Uh, what, what do you shouldn't Arizona's win total be three, three and a half? Don't you think <laughs> uh, you are great I on your that, podcast? Well, I mean, how, how's this team going to win five games? I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it. Look, they'll play hard, right? I think we we cla- we classify teams in minutes, right? Like I think the Texans will be a fifty minute team. They'll play hard, you know. They'll they'll start the game well and they'll play. They'll be prepared. But once the game gets going, those last ten minutes of the fourth quarter, I think they fall apart. I actually think the Cardinals will probably be about a forty five minute. They'll play hard, but they don't have enough players. Mm. We don't even know who their starting quarterback's gonna be. Right. It's gotta be Colt McCoy, correct? Yeah. yeah. But how are they gonna be able to handle that? I, I don't I, I just don't see a lot of talent on this team. And I think what they're trying to do is clean their locker room out this year, get that high pick. They'll probably pick you know, pick the quarterback and then trade Murray. Yeah. By the way, there is a, a bet on the board available at DraftKings. Division wins for the Cardinals. It's one and a half under is even money. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, who are they? Well, look, let's face it. The Rams now, they're bad. Yes, they are. Stafford comes back, they'll be better. But can he stay healthy? I don't know. And everybody just assumes Cooper Cup is going to become the 2020 Cooper Cup, right? Or 21 Cooper Cup. Like, if you look at Cooper Cup's career, he he had the one incredible year. It was incredible. It was unbelievable. But that was one year. Every other year has not been like that. Yep. Spot on. GM Shuffle podcast coming out later today. Make sure you listen, download, subscribe to that. Beautiful. Wherever you get your podcast. Thank you, Michael. Thanks, guys. Yep. Great job. Lombardi line also for two hours at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific time. How about the Bill Wall story? That is awesome. How the hell did these guys go pick them up at the airport? They have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> if well, they you, didn't on that one. No. If you yeah. missed any of this show, you can go back and listen on your own time. All you have to do is search Follow the Money, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good luck tonight. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.